Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Run. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind of being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. How's everybody doing? Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. When it's Friday, baby, it's Friday, it's Friday. Es el viernes, ¿qué vamos a hacer? What are we going to do? Well, you know, I'm planning on my Spanish show, so I'm going to keep kind of mixing it up a bit because you know what? What can I say? What can I say? We need to get this stuff going. Anyhow, where are all my peeps? We don't have a lot of people on right now quite yet. I know my peeps are coming in. Let's see if we went registered. I think we registered. I hope we registered. Wait a minute. Did I check to see that we registered? I need to go to my make, my automatic. You know how you have to get these tools so that you turn into 20 people at the same time. Well, well. Oh, you're waiting on 10 inches of snow, Miss Bridge MCP. Who's in the house with us? We have... Uh, Bridge MCP, we have Norman Reynolds in the house as well as Alistair Waters. And is there anybody else that I'm missing so far? They're slow in coming in today. I wonder if people are, we've been talking a lot about Medicare Advantage, Medigap and all of that. I'm wondering if the algorithm is starting to say, we got to watch out for this guy because he's going to get us in a little bit of trouble with not people not buying that Medicare Advantage or Paying for those expensive Medigap unnecessarily. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well today. Anyhow, how's everybody doing? Everybody ready for Saturday? I sure hope you are. All right, we just went ahead and get got that stuff going. Folks, don't forget, tomorrow is Saturday, but there's also something special about tomorrow. What it is again? I know Tom C is in the house and Tom C knows what I'm talking about. Tom C, what is special about tomorrow? What is special about tomorrow? Let's see if Tom is going to be able to tell us. Hey, Sister Alistair Waters, I may have started 30 seconds early. uh, But as far as KPFT is concerned, we're having some internet problems that I'm trying to fix. Ask Egberto. There you go. You got it. You got it. You got it. Tomorrow is Ask Egberto Anything at 11 o'clock central, which means it's at 12 o'clock noon Eastern, it's at 10 o'clock Mountain, and it's at 9 o'clock Pacific. And since you asked me for the invite, I'm going to give you the link right now. And there is your link for tomorrow's Ask Egberto Anything, politicsandright.com slash Ask Egberto Anything. Folks, you know, we have fun when we get on that call, that, that Zoom and talk. We get very good you know, it's very friendly. People say their piece. Everybody can say as they please. And I'm just, uh, you know, I'll talk every so often, but I'm trying to try to be traffic cop mostly unless people don't talk, you know, but most of the times we have very good engaging conversation on the left, the right, the middle and everywhere else. So please sign up at politicsdoneright.com slash ask Egberto, politicsdoneright.com slash ask Egberto. It's the first Saturday of every month, beginning at 11 Central. 
So we have had to change it a couple of times to a different time and date, but we try to stay on schedule. So I await you guys coming in. Where are all my peeps? I know it's Friday and people want to get doing, get early with the weekend, but we got to finish this up first. Anyhow, uh, today's subject is today's subject. I actually got, I got back 10 minutes early today from KPFT, which meant I was able to sort of put the blog together, which I usually am running around. Michael Rudnan just joined us. Peggy Lopez just joined us. And, uh, Tom C, Alistair Waters, thank you guys for being here. All right. Usually I'm, I'm here so rushing from the studio at KPFT 90.1 FM to hear that I don't get it done, but this time I got it done. So the three topics are going to be, our title of the show today is Murdoch Judge, Murdoch, Murdoch, Murdoch Judge admonished, I put admonished? It's admonished criminal justice system. Warren exposes Medigap and enslaved minds how could i misspelled admonished i've got to fix it before people think i'm completely i've completely admonished i've completely lost my mind i don't think i've lost my mind quite yet anyway i'm fixing that throughout our system here to make sure that it's spelled correctly and people don't say we are not listening to you anymore because you spelled admonished wrong you spelled admonished did I get that right? Nope. All right. Did I get that right now? Adminished. That's wrong. Admonished. That's a bad thing when you do this stuff. You, you have to change it in so many different places. Admonished. In so many different places. But you know what? I asked for it. Admonished. There we go. Admonished. I got it right. I got it right. Okay. And there was one other place to change it. Anyway, folks, start throwing some messages into the... Into that, uh, <laughs> two mistakes. Mardell judge criminal admonished criminal justice system warrant exposes medical. Wow. Talking about, I thought I had enough time to rush and get it done. But, you know, it shows that when you rush, sometimes you get into trouble. Maywood says the radio show seemed to end rather early today. Again, no, it kept on trying and on trying, trying and on trying. It's a communication problem at KPFT. And I am working on that right now. So uh, bear with me and you will see that I will get all of that fixed. Anyhow, let's go ahead and get started with the first video so that I can go ahead and, and fix all these little problems that I have here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with our first uh, video. And the first video is going to be about enslaving one's mind and that I've unchaining one's mind. I, it was something that I did at KPFT the day before, and what I did today is I cleaned her up so that it would be a lot easier to listen to, meaning take out all of the spaces and all that good stuff, and said that would be good for today as soon as I can get it started. What was the last one? What last one is Warren? Okay, so let's go ahead and do that on, on claiming your minds, and then we'll move on from there so let's see it's about time for that so let's hit that up right now breaking out of an enslaved mind is the subtitle of the first article that i wanted to discuss here it's on this morning's newsletter that goes out right before the show it says this morning as i perused my different social media accounts i came across a story that has so many meanings as it explains the current state that we are in 
Today, a girl went to her class very, very happy. She was really happy as she entered her class because this is a class that she loved. The professor of that class has always been nice, showed a much concern for all the students. I mean, he was there for them, answering questions, backslapping. They love him. You know, it's like you have that teacher that everybody loves, that professor that everybody loves. On this particular day, the professor was in a bad mood, something uncharacteristic to him. He put all the desks in a circle surrounding his desk. And on his desk, there was a fishbowl with a goldfish in it. Now, as the kids sat down, he shouted to them as, as he never had before, that anyone who spoke out right now or, or beyond will fail the class today. Or that anybody who got out of their chair for any reason would also fail the class today. He then took the goldfish out of the fishbowl and dropped it on the desk. And then he hurriedly left the classroom. Everybody in the class looked at each other with astonishment. Nobody said anything. Nobody spoke. Nobody did anything. This fish is slapping itself on the desk as it is trying to survive, trying to get some oxygen into the gill that it's not designed to breathe air, but pull air out of water. So this fish is dying. And these kids are sitting around. They're doing absolutely nothing. It's like they're paralyzed. They can't move because they're told not to move. They can't talk because they're told not to talk. They'll let that fish die because to save that fish means they'll have to get out of the chair, which means they'll move, which means they'll fail. One person in that class, una persona en esa sala, got up and said to hell with this. I am not going to let that die, that fish die. And she went, she picked up that fish, and she threw that fish into the water. Fish saved. The professor returned to the room with a simple comment. What have you allowed the system to do to you? It was an experiment. This explains how we have allowed our wealthy minority to rule us or build their wealth on our intellect. They built their wealth on our work. They built our wealth on our service as we were given pittance in return. This isn't my story. This is a story that just popped up on my, my TikTok account. By the way, everybody talking about TikTok and the Chinese trying to invade our privacy and all of that. That's all crap, okay? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, they all take your data. They all take your location info. And it doesn't have to be a foreign company. And a foreign company doesn't mean you any less harm than our good old American company because they're all capitalist companies, whether Chinese or Americans, trying to do one thing, make a dollar on you. So the big hoopla about the Chinese company and TikTok is nothing more than companies wanting to get rid of one of their competitors. Don't fall for it. All of them are extracting your data, extracting your motions, extracting your movement, extracting everything. You don't get into that fight. Oh, let's stop TikTok. Oh, let's stop Instagram. Uh, the truth of the matter is. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, 
all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All these guys are spying on you to learn what makes you tick to try to make you tick. But going back to the subject at hand, my dear brothers and sisters, when I saw that this morning, I said to myself, what an encapsulation of who we have become. Or maybe who we always were that ultimately needs to change. I think the latter is more accurate. Who we have always been. And the fear has always been that we would smarten up. That we will start asking the questions. That we will start saying, why do we allow so the few to control the many? Why do we allow the few to take advantage of all our intellect service work? Because we are frozen. We were told that Jeff Bezos earned what he had somehow magically, that somehow all these wealthy people deserve what they have. We were told that the system that made it happen for them, that somehow it was its innate in their character that allowed them that wherewithal to be that wealthy. And then you ask the question, when you start to get smart, when you start to loosen that chain, when you become that woman who decided to let that fish live, when you become that woman who made that fish live, who said, I am not going to fall into the trap of hurting others for that which commanded me immorally, right? You pick up that fish and you throw it into the fish tank. That is what Whenever I do politics done right, when I, whenever I see other progressive programs on the airwaves that are not fearful of going against the grain and sometimes telling folks, not because we have always done things this way means it is the way that it should have been done or that we should do it. Again, let's remember something that is so very important. America was built by us. America was built by the common person. America was built by the slaves, by the Chinese who built the railroad across the continent, by the indigenous who taught many of the techniques to survive in this originally hostile land. All these were contributors to the building of America and that a few monopolize on all the doings of everybody else. And that we have allowed that to continue decade after decade after decade after century after century after century. It's the results of an enslaved mindset. Was I ever of an enslaved mindset? Yes. Was my mind ever in chains? Yes. Or is my mind in chains now or enslaved now? Absolutely not. I see the entire picture as wide as one can see. One of the things I made the promise to do 
was to tell everybody, number one, one of the first articles I wrote, middle class held hostage. That was my first viral piece, middle class held hostage. What did I mean by that? In as much as we do everything, we were the ones that always paid the price for everything. And one of the other articles was assert your worth. Repeating, assert your worth. And sometimes it is difficult because it means that those who haven't yet gotten to the power within their minds, the enslaving of their minds to assert their worth, sometimes the peer pressure of the majority who still have enslaved minds will have you power from doing what you know is right. Breaking out of an enslaved mind is what's going to take for us to get the environmental movement really moving. It's what's going to take for us to get the criminal justice movement moving as it should, the social justice movement moving as it should, ensuring that we have a state that takes care of people, meaning health care for all, paid for by the state with all our contributing taxpayer money. My monetarist isn't going to like that statement, but he knows what I mean. That is when all of this changes. And I, over the weekend, a good friend and supporter of Politics Done Right came out and said, you know, in, in effect, he wanted to throw his hands up in the air. In effect, saying, you know, people can't change. He came to church. My, my daughter was honored at the church for, for her work as a bridge builder, even after having two strokes. And they honored her. It was, a, it was an impressive ceremony they had for her at the church. So... You know, I'm a humanist, but I, my wife is a deacon in the church. And I said, you know what? I, I support them at the church whenever I have to support them at the church. And I went to the church, Pastor Sloan of, uh, of the Loop. I think one of the pastors that lives up to what uh, they say a church is supposed to do. Uh, why I love the guy so much, because he does work within the community and do all that he's supposed to do. But anyhow, we are sitting in church with some of the guests, some of the family that came to support my daughter. Much of what the guest preacher said was right and inspiring. But one of the things that the guest preachers spoke about faith and working on faith and not having to see proof and, and that sort of stuff. He turned to me and he said, Egberto, that's the problem. How do we get the American citizenry, and for that matter, the world citizenry, how do we get them to stop just taking things on faith because they like somebody or trust somebody and start taking things not on faith, but on facts? To which I told him, I don't ever expect folks to change from having a certain revere for faith. What I expect us to do is make sure that those they have faith in leads them appropriately, accordingly, not to a path of their personal destruction, their personal impoverishment, but to a better place for us all. We can't change human nature in its totality, but we can change human nature sufficiently. In other words, don't expect the perfect out of humanity because we, none of us are perfect, but expect that we can not yearn but we can show people how to elect people that have their best interests at hand. And that's the first topic of the day, unenslaving one's mind. Unenslaving one's mind. Um, that one went over very well at KPFT. Got some emails about that. Um, let, me, let me tell you something. Um, it, it, 
today I'm going to talk about this when I when I when I when we talk about the Medigap scam. But today it was great at KPFT because I think I got five calls on Medigap, Medicare, Medicare Advantage. And what was interesting is that people know certain stuff. They don't know a lot of stuff about it. But the thing that that touched me the most was when one of the callers said something to the effect of, you know, uh, they're forcing us into... Medicare Advantage, anyway, it's all over pretty much. I mean, he didn't quite say it in those words, but in effect, and I stopped him there and I said, that is what they want us to believe. They want us to believe that there is no recourse. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and let's go to this article. This is important. It's not getting a lot of coverage as I thought it should on... um, let's say, on, on, on the network TV, but it should. It's an important article. So let's, let's go at it. It says, Warren Report exposes insurance industry ploy to scam millions of seniors. Uh, before, let me go to the, to the thing. I see that um, Bridge says she's still smiling that it was a girl who saved the fish. Doesn't surprise me at all. We, ha- we have a mindset in this country where it seems the people that have more humanity towards others are usually women. It may sound sexist, but that, that is something that I think most people would agree with. Peggy Lopez says, enslaved minds arrive out of being treated like property. Children, property of parents, students, property of teachers, workers, property of employers, multiple layers of slavery. Wow, beautifully said. Um, we also have... Bridge went ahead and typed out that art, that that piece. I love that you did that. Um, we also have that Daniel Ellsberg yesterday telling us he had terminal cancer. And I love the way he's dealing with it. He's saying, I'm not in any pain. I've, I have hospice set up when I need it. But until then, I'm eating salt. <laughs> he was on a no-salt diet or low-salt diet. He said, now I can enjoy food. Huh, what's going to happen to me now, right? You know, so uh, he's dying of pancreatic, unoperable pancreatic cancer. My hunch tells me that what that means is that the cancer is all over the body. Because if it was isolated to the pancreas, they could have just taken it out. Um, what else we got here? Fossil Burning fossil fuel is, fuel is fully comparable to U.S.-Russian nuclear war as another existential risk. True? Para ver que más tengo aquí. Did I see Rudnan enter the... Yeah, Rudnan, how are you doing, bud? Uh, see you next week. Oh, he left? He came. I have family over today. See you next week. Well, great to see you, Rudnan. I thought I saw you, and then I didn't see any comments from you, and that's not you. All right, let's see what else we got here. Maywood says, oh, before I go, will there be an Ask Egberto anything? Yes, there will be an Ask Egberto anything. And I placed the link in there several times, so please click on it, my dear brother. Uh, we have uh, Maywood says, okay, thanks. All signed up. Great. I'm waiting to see you. Norman says, the difference I would add is that the faith is to a cartoon they agreed to when they became political. Today, one needs to look at a result of their voting history. I don't disagree with that at all. How can you disagree with that? That's absolutely true. Uh, E2247 says, the tedious and significant issue is whether POTUS has absolutely or limited immunity is speaking while being POTUS, Nixon, Clinton, and now former guy, all test this uh, issue in court since 1972. POTUS 45, now former guy, argues, 
among other things, that absolute presidential immunity bars all claims against him relating to January 6th. That's BS, because, but he'll find out it's BS pretty soon. Okay, Tom C. says, We all live in a media fishbowl, hoping for a few flakes of fish food from the corporatocracy. We're afraid of getting flushed down the drain if we don't cooperate with the powers that be. You know, that sentiment is so important, Tom. Because that is a sentiment the guy had. I guess I'm going to have to either get Medicare Advantage or have nothing at all. And to that, I, I always give one specific thing here. I want you to remember this. While it may be true that a lot of people think that way, the reality is they still forget that government is we the people. And even when... when corporations start to see that people are starting to activate, they start to move because they can't win. Let me give an example. $35 insulin. Why do you think Eli Lillick decided to put $35 insulin? If they could take the rap anymore, do you think they will cave in on getting $700 a month and just taking $35 a month? Remember, $35 a month, they're still making $25 at least in profits, right? But hey, they were making $700 a month on many of the cases. But they decided to go $35 across the board. Why? Because it was reaching a tipping point. It does reach that. When it comes to privatizing Medicare, Medicare, uh, Medicare to Medicare Advantage, we are at that critical point now. We are near 50% Medicare Advantage, 50% Medicare. We want to avoid tipping over too much because we have, to, we have to be at the point where we can break them. And we are at the point now where we can break them. There are enough fire uh, logs in the fire where they are going to see that the options are going to be we either keep pushing Medicare Advantage or Medicare for all, healthcare for all. Is going to get, I mean, people support healthcare for all right now more than 50%. But we don't have that in the Senate or the House or anywhere. They're, they're, they're making that calculation. When that tipping point comes that people throw their hands up in the air and either acquiesce to them or acquiesce to the streets, where in that case, Medicare for all becomes a possibility. Yes, it's a re look. Uh, people say, oh, that'll never happen. There's a lot of things that would never happen. Civil rights would have never happened. Social security would have never happened. None of those things would have happened until it happened. Uh, even Obamacare was never supposed to happen. They threw a lot of wrenches in it, but it still happened. The next step, I had said long time ago that in 10 to 12 years, Obamacare would default into Medicare uh, for all. And the reason why is I was expecting there to be a um, uh, uh, public option. There was no public option. That delays how soon we can migrate to Medicare Advantage because a public option would approve what we all know mathematically, that you cannot have for-profit health care be cheaper than uh, government-provided health care, which means we the people type health care. It, it, it just, it's just a mathematical impossibility. But anyhow, Warren Report exposes, and I have it on the screen, Industry ploy to scam millions of seniors. 
Private insurance giants are offering luxury vacations and other incentives for agents to push seniors into the most expensive Medigap plans to Massachusetts Senator. As I explained to one of the callers today, a lot of these guys are going to try to sell Medigap, but aside from Medigap, they're going to want to tie Medigap to other things. Tie Medigap to your ears, teeth, and eyes, right? So they can zoom up your premium because they're now offering you these other services that Medicare doesn't, standard Medicare does not. And here's what I told the, 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 the caller today. Personally, I likely not get the teeth, not get the ears, and not get the eyes. Because the bad things that can happen to your eyes, your teeth, or your ears are medical issues that would be covered by Medicare. Cataracts. I'm going to have to have cataract surgery. That's covered by insurance. Not under an eye plan, but under a health care plan. You get into an accident with your teeth and they have to rebuild your teeth. That's not dentistry. That is medical. Likewise, if you pop your ears or something like that, or, 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 or you know, that's not, that's not ear hearing aids. That's a medical issue. So you don't really have to run and, 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 and buy these things. But what are these guys doing? Let me read what the article says. Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren released a report Wednesday highlighting the splashy incentives from luxury vacations to cash bonuses the private insurance companies offer agents and brokers for enrolling seniors in potentially high-cost Medigap plans. Medigap is federally regulated supplemental health insurance offered by for-profit companies such as United Healthcare Umana and Aetna. According to Warren, the Medigap marketplace is rife with incentive trips and other perks for brokers and agents who, in pursuit of such rewards, could be motivated to push seniors into the most expensive Medigap plans, regardless of whether those plans meet their needs. The senator found that the ex ex estimated 32 private companies that, that entice agents with vacations and other incentives to boost Medigap sales provide the supplemental insurance uh, to around 6.6 .6 million people in the U.S. in 2021 and raked in nearly $16 billion in premiums from beneficiaries that year. From beneficiaries that year, Warren acknowledged that her uh, acknowledge that her report may be underestimating the prevalence of incentives and reward in the Medigap insurance industry, given the insurers and third-party companies are often not transparent about their incentive packages practices. In a statement, Warren lamented the weak federal and state regulations that are given insurance giants free reign to scam millions of seniors in Medigap offering agents lavish vacations to steer unknowing beneficiaries into more expensive plans. Regulators must act to make uh, sure seniors aren't getting fleeced, said Warren, who noted that around 40% of Medigap enrollees had less than $40,000 in annual income in 2018. Uh, the senator reported report highlights several specific examples of the kinds of perks agents and brokers are being offered to peddle Medigap plans, which are often used to supplement traditional Medicare coverage. Mutual of Omaha offered brokers and agents selling Medigap plans this year a chance to earn a sunny San Diego trip that included airfare, one double occupancy standard hotel from for a room, uh, two hosted res, uh, res receptions, cash allowance, and air cash allowance, and airport transfer for two people. 
The reports note, Cigna is currently offering brokers and agents the chance to earn the sales reward trip for a lifetime to St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands for sales made between September 2022 and February 2023. Hey, guys. You know, you look at that and you say, do you know who's paying for that? Do you know who is paying for that? Our seniors are. Those high premiums are. It's a marketing expense that if we had government going ahead and paying that 20% wouldn't be needed because everybody knows they need Medigap if they want to get that 20% paid not out of pocket. So it's it. why do you need all that advertising? Why do you need to give people incentives if what you're trying to do isn't to scam them? Continuing, seniors receive much of your information about Medigap plans, which were widely in, pr- in price uh, which vary widely in price from insurance agents motivated by undisclosed incentives. Warren's reports notes a dynamic that could be leading unsuspecting seniors to purchase higher premium plans than that they believe are best suited for their individual needs. Sales agents must meet certain thresholds to qualify for vacations. For example, agents must sell $250,000 worth of coverage to qualify for Mutual of Omaha's vacation rewards. The report states, therefore, to meet the minimum threshold, there is a clear incentive structure to sell more expensive plans. This sets up a clear conflict of interest for agents in cases where the best option for seniors might be the least expensive plan. And you know what? Like I told that, that person today, I can guarantee you I'll be getting the least expensive plan when that time arises. Why? Let me tell you. I went and I bought a Sonic Pick. The same thing that that, uh, dentists use in their office to remove plaque and take out stains. Right? I uh, take care of my own eyes, my hearing. I try to, you know, not do things too crazy with the hearing. So many times... Uh, you you don't need those additional plans for, you know, for emergency with your eyes, your your dentist. So, so you don't need them. So you can buy the cheapest thing that's going to pay 20%, the 20% when you get the true Medicare. Now, as I explained to the folks today at KPFT, there, there's a two, two-prong track that these insurance companies are trying to really, really force you to go into Medicare Advantage. And I, I know I'm mixing subjects a bit. But if they start to make it seem like you have to buy these expensive Medigap plans, many people are going to do what somebody that called in did. Throw their hands up into the air. Again, throw their hands up into the air and say, what the heck? This is costing me too much. I'm just going to go to Medicare Advantage. And as people do that, more and more go over there. They keep the prices of Medigap high, right? Because I think there's like a five-year where it can't move. And then they suck it to you. Now, the person threw his hands up in the air and he said, you know, we're just going to have to go to Medicare Advantage. To which I say, why are, why are we, the people who run government? And he said, another reason why is that some doctors take Medicare Advantage, the private insurance company, as opposed to standard Medicare, even though, guess what? The standard Medicare will pay more to the doctors than the, the, than the Medicare Advantage. But why would the doctors still side with Medicare Advantage? 
You see those incentives that these guys are getting to sell the Medicare, the Medigap that people don't need? It's the same incentive these doctors get to take Medicare advantage and likely not Medicare standard. Again, it's the, it's the, it's the private sector encroaching on, on extorting you to go private when it shouldn't be, which means your cost is much higher. I hope people are getting what I'm saying. Now, when the person threw up his hands in the air, I said, look, that is what they want you to do. The private sector wants you to get tired. The private sector wants you to get scared. The private sector wants you to say, my only option is to go into Medicare Advantage because it costs me less and these doctors are not taking standard Medicare. That's one option you can say, right? Throw your hands up in the air and just give up. Of course, there's a better option. The better option is for all people, all people who get educated on the fraud that is the private health insurance sector and start to force the government, your representative, you promise us to, the first promise has to be this. And let me tell you what the first promise has to be. God, the first promise can occur immediately. The first promise is to pass a law that says every doctor that takes private insurance cannot discriminate against Government insurance. In other words, if you can take, if, if you take private insurance, then by law you must take government insurance. Insurance by we the people. Pre that's to prevent discrimination. That shouldn't be a, a that's an easy sell. You must take government insurance if you take the other one. You have to take it. Uh, otherwise, you can't practice. Right? That is the first solution. That then eliminates that, that uh, support that the Medicare... This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Advantage fraud would give to doctors who, you know, they pay not to take the standard Medicare. That's numero uno. But numero dos, number two, is you have got to get involved with each in each individual congressional and senatorial district to let those particular people know that we want Medicare Advantage gone. And it's cost less. It costs less if we have standard Medicare without a 20% need for Medigap. We don't need Medigap. We don't need Medigap. All we need are now a card, a primary care physician that directs your path through our healthcare system, similarly to what's done in Canada. Because you know what works in Canada? Going through the system works in Canada. You'll always have those, those strange stories with somebody say, I had to wait. Well, you know what? Try to get into it. I 
today, I, I had a, an appointment to go see my doctor on Tuesday, on Monday, Monday coming up. And as I'm driving, the, the doctor's office call and say, Egberto, your appointment is Monday. I said, oh, Monday, I have something else to do. I'd like to postpone it to the earliest next available appointment. This is private insurance. I mean, private insurance, private doctor. He said, I'm sorry, I can't get you in until the 30th of March. Okay, what's up? Wait, like again, today is the is the third. Oh, my God. That is Almost four weeks. You mean my wait to see my primary care physician is four weeks. Do they, when you're hearing that story about, oh, your weight lines in Canada, did they tell you that? This is just to see my primary care physician. No, that is not to see a specialist. Now think what it would be like to see a specialist. Oh, but we can get into a, we can get into one of these uh uh, critical care or what, what do they call it? Emergency care or, 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 or emergency, not emergency. I think they call it um, uh, urgent care. We can get into the urgent care. Go ahead and get them a hundred dollars. You get in right away, right? And even that sometimes in this area, they have, they have them just about on every block because they rip you off big time. You go in there, hopefully an urgent care, you only have you only have something minor because if it's major and they have to do x-rays or whatever, you're walking out of there with a $5,000 bill. Tell me about it. I've done it. In fact, uh, they sent me a $5,000 bill, the last pressure scare that I had, the second to last pressure scare that I had. And after I told them I was a blogger and was going to start exposing all of this on TV with a long blog, which I did, suddenly it went from $5,000 to $2,500. Amazing amazing but folks what i'm trying to tell you though all of us that are going to be on medicare medicare or, or medigap or any of these guys we cannot just sit back and do nothing that is what they are expecting us to do they're expecting us to tire and say no point there's no point in fighting how the hell do you allow the private sector made up of just individuals who want to rape you? How do you just acquiesce to them? You can't. And that's why we're here. That's why we're here to tell you the steps that you have to take. So here is the here is the working order, or what should I say? Here is what all of us that are listening need to do. And please share this for others who are not necessarily listening to us, but others in your sphere of influence. The first law that needs to be passed is a law that prevents any doctor that takes, medic that takes insurance from the private sector, they must take insurance from the government. No questions asked. If you, take, if you are allowed to take insurance from the private sector, meaning Aetna and all these guys, you must be. And, and again, people say, that's the government ordering how a private sector works. No, that is a government that is, that is protecting against anti-discrimination. We're not allowed to discriminate. All right, let's continue. Let me read some of what you put in the chat so far. Uh, let's see, 2247 says, the tedious and significant issue is whether POTOS has absolute or limited immune. Oh, I read that one already. Uh, Tom C says, we all live in a media fishbowl hoping for a few flakes 
of fish food from the corporatocracy. We're afraid of getting flushed down the toilet. I read that one, but that's so true. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Ellsberg, we read about that. Urgent Cure, thank you for reminding me about that. Uh, but he says, I had to wait five months to see ortho and then one month for surgery. So yours took six months. How different is that from Canada? Patricia E. Forker says, I went to Rutgers Women's Oncology and received the best care covered by A and B Medicare, no additional charge. Patricia, that your stories, these are the stories that we have to get out there. And thank you so kindly, Patricia, for giving us that, that follow-up. So folks, it's important for us to not just acquiesce, to uh, think that we have to accept. We have to accept. In the short term, it may be painful. But in the long term, we have got we have got to shut these guys down. We cannot allow them to keep ripping us off. We can't allow them to keep pilfering us. It is our, they're, they're pretty much taking away our birthrights. Everything that we would have left for the next generation, they want to take. You know, we're talking today about homes and uh, when, just before the show started at KPFT, talking about things like reverse mortgages and the dangers of reverse mortgage and not being able to leave anything for your spouse or leave anything, not spouse, but leave anything for your um, your siblings down, your, your, your children and their offsprings down the road because the way our system is doing it is so greedy. It is taking up everything, all your loose change. And that's what they do, whatever the market can bear. And if it's something that you need, the market can bear all that you have, all that you saved, and all that you have in your credit. And that's what they know. They know all of that about you. They know because of the way our system works. Now, how much money you have in the bank, they know how much money you make, and they know how much money you can borrow. And if you want to know how much money they can take from you in the aggregate, it is the amount of money you make, the amount of money you have saved, plus the amount of credit that you have. And they know all that money flow. And they know how much they can put into the system to take that away from you. Because remember, the plutocracy, that class, grows at a much higher rate than yours in a constantly growing pie. And if a small sliver of that pie is growing at three to four times the rest of the pie, as you look at that pie, that sliver that may have started out as one, one, uh, one hundredth of a sliver grows to one tenth, grows to one twentieth, grows, and eventually it occupies all but a sliver of the pie because that's just how unfair growth works. That's just how exponential growth works. And that's where we're at right now. Uh, it is hard for us to see many times that there is a way out, but there's a way out. And it starts with you. You have to go out there and be engaged. And, and, and you know, some people think it is futile. It is not. You're not. It's not. People thought Social Security was futile. People thought civil rights was futile. People thought the EPA was futile. And the EPA was passed by a Republican. So it's not. But they have to know that you're engaged. And I think Biden, even though I'm not like 100% into Biden, I think what Biden shows with the pharmaceuticals is that he put enough of a scare into them that something happened. And when you saw that, when you saw that they sold, that they said, 
Eli Lilly said, okay, 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 $35 for insulin. That was like a uh, an olive branch. Okay, we hear you. We hear you. We're not. We're going to rip. Continue ripping you up, but we're just not going to do it as bad. Or we're going to find a way to do it that is politically tenable. Notice what I just said. Politically tenable. In other words, we will continue to rip you off in such a manner that the politicians won't take much heat. But what we have to do is we have to keep the heat on. Until one, the first thing that I said, we need to tell the politicians, we want a law that says every doctor that takes Medicare or every doctor that takes private health care, meaning Medicare Advantage, must take standard Medicare. And the second strategy, and the second strategy is we have to come together and on, in, on a district-by-district district basis. I'm talking federal districts right now. By district-by-district district basis, we need to let these guys know we either primary those who do not support Medicare or health care for all, and secondly, we make sure to get it out. All right, let's see. E2247 says, the play is to get 60% on Medicare Advantage and then pass legislation, abolish Medicare, justifying by saying that people have voted with their pocketbooks that Medicare Advantage is preferable to Medicare. Yeah, the thing about it is I would give the counter. All right, well, let's have Medicare Advantage without the private sector so that we don't have to pay bonuses, so that we don't have to pay shareholders, so that we don't have to pay anything. Then immediately our costs will drop by 30%. You see, we can play two of two games. I want them to do, I really want them to say that because I've heard that before. And once they do that, we'll say, oh, you're right. So now what we'll do is we'll have Medicare Advantage, but it's going to be a real advantage this time. This time, it's without the profit motive. You want to, you want to run it for us? We'll pay you, we'll pay you 3% like Medicare costs right now to run it. Are you, or do you want to run all of Medicare for 3%? We'll give it to you. You can run it. You can run it because now the patient can go to any doctor. They can get any medicine that they want. And we can negotiate the price of these drugs. So we can do it. I'm happy to do that. Thank you for that, E2247. Bridge MCP says, take the name Medicare out of Medicare Advantage. I think that's what they should do exactly. Because there's nothing Medicare about it. It's nothing more than private health, health insurance. Private bad health insurance at that. All right, I got one more video to show you because we're coming close to the the bottom of the hour or the top of the hour. So let's go ahead and do that right now. A este mundo, vamos a ver lo que vamos a hacer ahorita mismo. Well, it turns out that Alex Murdaugh, after killing his wife and son, will spend the rest of his life in jail. But you know what is interesting? At the sentencing hearing, the judge used his time to show that we have two justice systems, one for the privileged and one for the rest. And he did that in no uncertain terms by not only castigating his, or not castigating, but pointing out to the audience that Alex Murdoch himself had put or recommended people to death for doing lesser crimes than what he has been convicted about doing. And he, he hit. Alex, his parents, and the South Carolina as a whole, and with that, the nation as a whole. Listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. To go back and explain to me 
what happened at that moment in time when they opted to pull the trigger, when they opted to commit the most heinous crime known to man. In this case, qualifies under our death penalty statute based on the statutory aggravating circumstances of two or more people being murdered by the defendant by one act or pursuant to one scheme or course of conduct. I don't question at all the uh, decision of the state not to pursue uh, a death penalty. But as I sit here in this courtroom and look around the many um, portraits of judges and other court officials and reflect on the fact that over the past century, your family, including you, have been prosecuting people here in this courtroom, and many have received the death penalty, probably for lesser conduct. I could not be more impressed with a judge who used that platform to tell an inconvenient truth to that's actually occurring here in the United States. Because many people simply think that Lady Liberty is blind. I think this judge did a great job of pointing out it ain't all that blind. Lady Liberty ain't all that blind. Mike Cisak says, Mike Cisak says, sure, but doctors and other medical professionals will start to refuse to accept Medicare patients. Medicare has a much higher rejection rate of bills than do private ends. No, you heard what I said. If they take private insurance, they must take Medicare, period. So if they, if they, if they decide they don't want to take any insurance, right? Then they can't, if they can't, if they take no insurance, they can stay in business. That way we're not infringing on them doing stuff in the, in the capitalist market. We're just telling them we don't allow discrimination in the capital market. So therefore, if you take, in, if you take Cigna, if you take Aetna, if you take uh, whatever other ones that you have, you also have to take the Medicare. That's just another insurance plan. You can't say, well, I'll take Cigna, I'll take this one, and I'll take that one. No, you must take them all. And then when you say, well, they won't take Medicare patients, that's discrimination as well, right? That's not taking it. So, therefore, you, uh, if you find a doctor that has, been, that is, that has open enrollment and they're taking other, other people of other, you know, other kinds of, you know, Medicare, medicine is not something that that's like a private uh, that, that is that is something like a selling bread or selling clothes or whatever it is a necessary service to keep people healthy and we can't keep people healthy uh based on or we can't give people medical service based on whether we like you or not or like a policy or not that's inhumane so if you want to somehow have medicine somehow within the private sector you follow some rules. Otherwise, we just nationalize the whole healthcare system. And I know you don't want that, but it's that simple. 
Bridge MCP says might not make it, uh, Tom, dependent on snow and power cables. We'll try to for sure. Thanks for show. Have a great weekend. Oh, thank you, Bridge MCP, our beautiful Bridge MCP. Uh, Mike Cesar says, so Egberto say we should dictate to private individuals on what they have to do. Sounds like slavery to me. No, it sounds like honesty to me. I would like to take the Medicare, the medical system entirely out of the private sector, given that we know health care should be a right. But since I would compromise on having it in the private sector if certain rules are followed, and if it doesn't cost a hell of a lot more. No, it's not slavery, sir. It is reality. E2247 says Medicare has higher rejection rates of bills than do private ends as bills submitted are all high balling the dollar on the bill. Exactly right. And I mean, you know, it, it, it's a standard thing. You know, so what I tell, you know, the doctors try to overcharge on Medicare because they also know they're probably going to meet some people that don't have Medigap and they're going to try to mitigate that. C-Sex is a service provided by a person is not a right to someone else. Well, our military, they have a right to die, right? When we, ha when we send people to war, uh, when we had selective services, I had to register for selective service uh, when I was getting my green card. Okay, I had to register for selected service, which gave me and which provided me an option to, to, to fight. Am I, and that is a right from being a citizen. The same should apply for healthcare. Just like war is war, Healthcare is healthcare. So don't have selective rights here. Healthcare should be a right, and I'm willing to pay for, I'm willing to have our government pay for educating doctors, uh, putting doctors in offices. That's what I would really like. Okay? Uh, Patricia E. Forker, go to teaching serve university hospitals. That's true. My CSAC says so the selective service is not a right. It's rather a responsibility that I can't get out of. So don't, don't tell me about, uh, just like I can't get out of selective service, I don't want a doctor to be able to get out of serving. The Hippocratic oath, remember that? In addition to insurance scams, AMA restricts number of doctors to keep salaries high and lobbies against laws that would reduce physician training costs and expand scope of practices for clinicians. Again, it's a, it's a, it's a ripoff. Oh, it's 359. Thank you very much, Mike. I forgot to do my ask. See, I know you guys all uh, help me out here because you guys are all my wing persons. I appreciate you, man. All right, folks. All right. Please go ahead. I'm going to just give one link. Please support the program. I ask you so kindly. I'm going to go over by probably a minute. Um, I do this out of love for what we're doing, making a change that supports us all. I, I, that's what I do. Secondly, the Hippocratic, secondly, I did in fact leave a successful software company to do this. It was altruistic, but not completely in that after doing the calculations at that point, our website was making enough at that time that after paying off all of my bills, I could survive doing this with the website. Corporatocracy, Google, Facebook, in one day, they changed the algorithm and we lost 90% of our revenue. I know some of you have heard this story before. Many have not. We lost 90% of our revenue, which means 
what we could give for absolutely free, all the, all the stuff that I do, videos, everything. Suddenly, I had to come and say, I'm, I want to have a subscription model that people voluntarily join. A subscription model that is voluntary. Because again, in the way of thinking that I have, there are some people who can afford it, some people who can afford a lot, some people who can afford a little. I have supporters who've invested quite a bit in politics than right. I have supporters who've invested a very little in politics than right. But commensurate with who they are, they were able to say, I like what you're bringing. I want to help you continue bringing this to, to the space that, you, that you're in. I want to continue. So what I ask you to do is help us continue doing this. I promise you that what we do here has, has changed minds. We have made a difference. So please go to politicsdoneright.com slash support and help us keep this program on air. Help me continue to do this. It's a 16-hour ordeal, seven days a week. And if you doubt it, call my wife and see what she has to say about it. It's a 16-hour ordeal, seven days a week, cutting videos, researching, reading, uh, writing books, the whole works. Can't do it without the support. Whereas uh, commercial companies, they say, you know, we're going to sell advertising or whatever. All I can do is say, uh, I owe nothing to none of these guys, only to you. Because as a supporter, my loyalty is to you. So please go ahead and go to politicsandright.com slash support and support what we are doing. And um, Daniel Lado says, I feel zero guilt for consuming politics and right propaganda without paying. It's like y'all are paying the warden to keep you locked in your cell. Well, you know, I can appreciate uh, your feeling, Lado. Believe it or not, you are also, you, you have been invaluable to this program because you've allowed us to see what the extreme of wrongness actually looks like and what it becomes. So you, you believe it or not, you are helpful. You really, really are helpful. I got to get out of here, folks. Uh, please support the show again. I I'll put the link in there again, politicsandright.com slash support. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Oh. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.